0: Hi, this is a new podcast. Brand I'm new podcast. Jess- <laughs> I'm Jesse Alperin, and this is Hannah Moskowitz. Hi. Um. So what this is now that it's our first episode, so I'll let all the listeners in on what we're doing. Um, we're doing a a watch through of the L word, and we're going to tell you guys about it. Yeah, it's like a hate watch. It, from my side, it's a Basically. hate watch. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen The L Word like four or five times all the way through.
1: I have only seen like half of the first season before.
0: Okay, the first season's
1: awful. Okay, I was dating a girl who was really into The L Word and we would watch it together. And I swear to God, it's part of the reason I ended it was I just I could not watch any more of The L Word. (laughs) I couldn't do it.
0: I mean, it's kind of a rite of passage.
1: I know. See, that's what everyone keeps telling me. And then <laughs> when I watch it, I just, like, I feel less gay with every episode. Like, I don't feel straight. <laughs> I just feel like I like I get more asexual the more the L word that I watch. Because it's just, like, it, it feels like this. Like, if this is the lesbian experience, then I, I must not be a lesbian. Because this is not <laughs> my life. This is not what's going on with me. But
0: I ugh. definitely don't think it's, like the lesbian experience I just think it's part of like the lesbian education I get that see I feel like such a hypocrite because I love
1: queers folk so I feel like if I love queers folk it's like I'm being kind of sexist if I don't love the l-word but I think part of it is that I'm not supposed to relate to queers folk Mm -hmm. the way I do the l-word and also that there are characters in queers folk who I genuinely love and I just have such a hard time finding anyone to root for in the l-word
0: yeah, I mean, especially not in this episode. Oh
1: God, there's—I mean, everyone is awful.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, there. It's. I was just—I just finished rewatching it, mm-hmm. um, and it was worse than I remember. And I just rewatched it like a few months ago. Yeah,
1: I. Is Dana ever as terrible as she is in this episode? No, I don't think no. she is. I think this is she her worst. She gets so much
0: better. Yeah,
1: she's so mean to Shane
0: yeah, so let me let me yeah. tell everyone what happened. Um, so we watched the pilot episode, which is two episodes long, yeah, um which I completely forgot about. I had to I download remember. a thing
1: that made Netflix play at 1.5 speed because I just couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> it's like it's <laughs> such a slow episode. Jenny like, takes why? like half an hour to lie down next to Tim, and I was just like, I can't, Jenny.
0: <sighs> yeah, yeah. so um the main character, Jenny Schechter, moves to LA to be with her boyfriend, who is a swim coach. And he lives in like the richest part of LA. So
1: (laughs) he's like a really um, good swim coach.
0: He's like yeah, apparently. (laughs) Um, And then uh, she meets a bunch of lesbians, and then (laughs) this one woman, Marina, who I guess they named the IUD after her. Oh god. Um, uh, She like is really predatory and follows Jenny Mm -hmm. into the bathroom and forces her to make out with her and then uh later on they have sex for the first time and jenny cries oh, um God. and then the b plot is that bet and tina who are jenny's neighbors are trying to have a baby mm-hmm. yeah i think one of
1: my big problems with bet and tina is that tina just feels so mom to me like i know she doesn't have a baby yet but it's like It's she's so momly. Like she's got the mom haircut, she's got the mom clothes, and it's like the idea of her as a sexual being is really uncomfortable for me.
0: She also has like a mom body. Yeah, and Bet is like super hot.
1: So like I'm I'm picking up what Bet is putting down. And then Tina gets into the equation and I'm just like, I don't want to watch these sex scenes. Uh. I don't
0: want to watch any of the sex scenes, especially not in this episode. No, they're so bad they're so uncomfortable and like half of the episode was them having sex i know and then like most episodes not these
1: but they'll start with a sex scene of people who we don't even know
0: yeah i kind of like that because Ugh. they connect it to the chart <laughs> i just i just i have no interest in watching
1: people i don't know have sex and like that's fine if you're into that i'm not judging but yeah, like yeah, yeah. I just, and, and that's one of the things that just makes me feel like maybe i'm not gay because i don't want to just watch some women have sex i don't know this joke i mean a lot of people me. don't want to watch other people have sex it helps that the girl who i was dating who watched this who by the way did a stunning marina impression that was always really fun oh but she um she <laughs> mm-hmm. wasn't really into the sex scenes either so she would like validate me on that and she was like yeah super lesbian like she was committed so that made me feel more like legit but i mean they're super uncomfortable yeah, it's, like, it's hard to believe that the show was made by lesbians. It doesn't feel like that to me.
0: Yeah, Eileen Chaikin is a hot mess. Um, ugh, and I feel like the whole show is just like her fantasy. Yeah, you know? I,
1: I, would. it doesn't feel like it's something that's men making lesbians, which is what most lesbian things is. For me, it yeah. feels like it's straight women making lesbians.
0: That's what yes. this feels like to me,
1: is that it's straight women. Like you said, it's a fantasy. It's like imagining like this is what my life would be like if I were a lesbian.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, God, what was Eileen Chaykin even doing? I don't
1: know. And then, I mean, there's, like, so I I do know everything that happens in the show. Like, I've read all the plot summaries. Yeah. So I know, you know, all the deaths and such. But they, they, they kill off the characters who are based on the creators in Jenny and Dana. That's what I I didn't
0: realize Dana was based off of a creator. That's, this I is what I've heard. I have never read up on the L word, so I'm glad you have. Yeah, oh, <laughs> I
1: I like to research everything obsessively. But what I what I read, if I recall correctly, is that the original creators were either stepped aside or pushed aside at some point. Oh. And that that's when they started killing off the characters who were reminiscent of the creators in Jenny and Dana.
0: Wow. Yeah interesting that's a lot to take in <laughs> i know. I, just, I was watching this and i'm like
1: i need to find a favorite character i need to find somebody to hold on to and,
0: yeah uh, i guess alice alice is my favorite i guess yeah i, I like Bet okay oh yeah i don't like that i like shane, dana shane has her moments
1: yeah i like dana some more later right now she's insufferable um yeah
0: yeah I mean, Jenny's also insufferable. Oh she's my fucking god, worst. I can't. I can't. I just, I feel for Tim
1: so much in the scene when she she makes him come home from the party because she mm-hmm. had sex with Marina or they made out or whatever. And then yeah. she's leaning against the, the door and she's in like that long shirt and she's just like, I felt weird. And she whispers everything because she thinks it yes. makes her more... Or more of an enigma and I just I, I have dealt with these girls who think that they're so fucking mysterious yep. and I just I can't with the drama anymore I'm an old lady at this point I just I don't <laughs> I don't want this drama near me and she's just yeah. leaning against things and whispering and taking off her bra and then putting a shirt on and I'm just like yep. listen why does no one wear bras in this like I'm not wearing a bra right now but I'm like sitting at home and I also yeah. wouldn't like they, they do the thing like Jenny she's like There's one episode that's coming up where she's going to the party and she's like, why didn't you tell me they were coming over? So she takes off her shirt, takes off her bra, and then puts a tank top on so that she's ready for the lesbian party because she can't wear a bra my god, lesbian party. Who
0: does this? I I don't know, but it's at the same time such a big mood. (laughs) (laughs) And I think maybe because I watched this show like so early in my life, I'm pretty sure I watched the whole thing when I was like, 15 oh you baby that's when i watch
1: queers folk man so i just just get
0: my man gay on i guess i need to watch queers folk and i just haven't done it queers
1: folk is very cheesy but like there are characters that you can really root for in it and like there there is like good character development and it is quite enjoyable it has some of the same pitfalls as the old word like the dialogue is not great um the acting is not always fantastic but it does it's got characters who are very lovable I don't think it okay. has as many like good discussions as we have in the L Word. Like even in this episode, the stuff we have with the race of the sperm donor is interesting.
0: Yeah, there is. It is...
1: There will never be anything <laughs> like that in Queer as Folk. <laughs> okay,
0: okay, that's not going to
1: happen. But it's like fun, and there are some ships that you can really get behind, which again I think is missing in this.
0: Yeah, that's true. Oh, what I'm going to in the first season. Ugh. I mean, I really get behind Alice and Dana in the second season. I
1: have not I have not watched Alice and Dana unfold, so we'll okay, see how Okay, I'm excited for you to see yes. that.
0: Also, I am really excited to see your journey with Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> um, because I have some really intense headcanons about her. Okay,
1: I'm ready. Um, I'm ready.
0: And I'm not going to tell them to you because I want to see if you come to the same conclusions okay, that I Okay, I love
1: it. I love coming up with headcanons.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <sighs> Um, but because like I watched the L word when I was so young, like it made me like hate my boobs even more no! um, <laughs> um, to the point where like, I only now feel validated in my queerness because I have a breast reduction.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just took them off.
0: Yeah. So I definitely feel gayer now, which is a little interesting. See, I,
1: I didn't even get boobs until I was like 23. What? So I know. And I come from a really busty family. So it was like a yeah. running joke. Hannah being flat chested was the running joke in my family. And like, I was a good sport about it and everything. No, no, no. I was fine with it. If if I had had a problem with it, they wouldn't have done it. But like, it was just like the running joke because all my cousins are busty. All my aunts, my mom, my Mm -hmm. sister, everybody. And then I switched birth control pills when I was 23 and here they came. And they just continue to grow now. And I'm like, I'm 26. Can this, whatever. But I, I always felt, I guess, I don't want to say less of a woman because that's so dramatic. But I always, I always wanted big boobs looking at girls on tv and everything so
0: my mom had like the most enormous boobs (laughs) um and i have like a distinct memory of being seven and taking a shower with her and i her boobs like hung all the way down to her (laughs) like waist and my first thought was oh my god Am I ever going to look like that? I really hope I don't ever look like that. <laughs>
1: See, my sister has big ones and, and they hang down, but I always wanted that. I always, because it's when your sister oh. has something, you want it, you know? It's just like oh, yeah. the role of sisters. But my mom, she's got big boobs. And when I was a kid, you could just rest your head on them, you know, when you were hugging her. It was okay. like a head shelf. And I always, uh, that was nice. It's very okay. con- very convenient when you have kids to give them a little shelf to rest their heads on when they're sad. <laughs> so I, I'm happy I'll not be able to provide that <laughs> to my future children. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I never thought of it that way. Yeah, it's good. It's, like, it's considerate, I think. (laughs) That's amazing. Your kids are going
1: to be like, Mom, why don't you have a nice shelf for me? And you're going to be like, well, children.
0: I took that away from you. I didn't prioritize (laughs) your needs. (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. (laughs) So what do we do? Do we, like, go through the episodes? I don't know. Like... I, when I listen to um, Welcome to Degrassi, which we do with uh, Kat, Yeah, okay, so I have a um, podcast
1: just real quick. I'll plug it. So, yeah. um, where we, it's kind of like this, but with Degrassi. It's called Welcome to Degrassi with Cat and Hannah. Uh, and we're almost done with season two. So, you should check yeah. that out if you like Degrassi. Yeah.
0: It's really good. It's really Aww. fun. Um, I like to listen to it when I'm driving home from Pittsburgh to Maryland. And
1: you don't even <laughs> watch Degrassi if I'm.
0: I correct. didn't. Uh, but you, that's I, right i started
1: i'm so proud that's right
0: because i and, remember you coming
1: up with the gm foods we're doing the gm foods episode today we're recording that. oh
0: god that yeah. made me so annoyed it's mm.
1: it's irritating but
0: that's a different podcast entirely
1: <laughs> uh the so anyway you were saying
0: um yeah so yeah i listen to you guys a lot and Aww. uh it's I feel like you guys always have so much more to talk about. You go on all these great tangents and here it's like, no, I mean, what do I even well, say? Well, we've already had
1: this great titty tangent. So basically <laughs> what we do is for that one, I usually come prepared with a couple things that I'm going to ask her about
0: Mm-mm. and then
1: we go from there. Yeah. And this podcast, I'm
0: being lazy and making you That do is the perfectly fine <laughs> because I've seen this enough times that I don't really need to prepare. Exactly. So, so just like, let's think about things that like
1: stood out to you and- Discuss how they felt.
0: Yeah, so I think we should talk about the black sperm donor. Let's do it. Obviously, we mentioned that Bet and Tina are trying to have a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, Bet is half black and Tina is completely Caucasian. She's
1: super white. She's like yeah. real white.
0: <laughs> yep, yep. And um her last name is actually um it's French, and I'm almost positive it's a curse word, so let me double Tina check this? that. <laughs> yes, I'm is pretty it sure. Meredith? Only um, i know no it's canard which either that's a curse word or it means duck and i feel like i'm <laughs> losing my mind um okay well
1: either way it's what i'm gonna call people from now on so <laughs> uh
0: yeah it means duck cool yep that's so pretty Tina white duck yeah it's really really white <laughs> <laughs> um, so she is supposed to meet the sperm donor and he shows up at her house they've been trying to like find a sperm donor and everyone is like uh, but we need to have sex or, um, but that's my child and Tina and Bet are like, but it's not your child and we're not having sex. Mm-hmm. Um, so this one donor is like the last one that they find. He agrees to everything. He shows up at Bet and Tina's house and he is like this six foot four black guy mm-hmm. and Tina is like scared for her life. Like the most like disgusting reaction. It's so like- bad. Okay.
1: <laughs> To Tina's credit, Bet did show up that day and say, we have the sperm donor and you're bringing him to the clinic. She didn't offer yeah. him any time to meet him or veto him or anything like that. That is so, true. So to her credit, she was a little flustered, which is fair. Um, mm-hmm. But it, it comes up that they had already discussed that Tina wanted a black donor. I'm yeah. sorry, that Bet wanted a black donor. And, and And before the episode, before then, we'd only seen them courting white guys. So yep. it's like i guess tina had just bulldozed her way in on this so i can't really blame bet in a way for springing a black guy on her it might not have been the, yeah. the best way to handle it but it's perfectly understandable mm-hmm. that she might think this is really my only chance to get this thing that's really important to me and then and then tina's like i don't think i can raise a black child well good news tina you've got a black wife like it's, yeah <laughs> I'm pretty sure the burden of teaching the child what it means to be black is not going to fall on you.
0: Yep. Yep. Um, ugh, God, Ben and Tina are just the fucking worst. I They're hate terrible. them. If
1: I didn't know that Marley Matlin was going to show up later, I don't know if I would be able to get through them. But, like, I'm yeah. holding out for her.
0: I know she's Is Marley be- Matlin... She's the deaf one. <gasps> yes. Oh, my God. I forgot about her. She's my goddess. first thought was I was thinking about the woman who plays Helena.
1: Mm, I don't know her.
0: Okay, um, she's really, really hot, and she was in <laughs> Once Upon a Time. She played Hook's Wife. Oh, okay, I didn't watch Once Upon a Time. Okay, um, it's like really, really awful television, but oh, okay. it sure was entertaining. <laughs> Marley,
1: um, I'm a big fan of Marley. I've watched her yeah. scenes. Um, I saw her in Spring Awakening, you know, 60 gazillion times. She signed I Love You to Me one time when I signed it to her, so <gasps> oh, we're best friends. So cute. I know, I was <laughs> like, I'm done now.
0: <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. And I just
1: anytime there's sign language in something, I'm excited because I sign, so... So, um, Jenny, like, even in just the episodes that I've seen, really just completely goes downhill. And I've only seen like 12 episodes. And it's, it's really irritating to watch, because I feel like they, they portray it as something like, this is what happens when you need to break (laughs) out and discover yourself and find your sexuality, as if this is some sort of like necessary experience for her to go through. And like, for me, my experience of finding out that I was queer was I... Joined Rocky Horror and had a threesome with some friends. Like there was Ooh. no, oh, like <laughs> college. There was like no necessary like crazy drug use and self loathing, and I didn't hurt anybody. Like it, Tim is really treated like shit in her, arc. yeah, and it's it's hard to watch because he's a good guy.
0: Um, I For- have mixed feelings about him because like so the first half of the pilot. He's so sweet. They're so happy to be together. Mm -hmm. And then the second half of the pilot, like, from my perspective, it really felt like... It really felt like Tim was... Like, she was subservient to Tim. Like, she was always asking him, like, can I do this? And, like, I know she was trying to do that to be considerate. Because, like, she did feel guilty about kissing Marina. Yeah. Um, But at the same point, it almost felt like, why is she asking him? Why can't she say... Hey, Tim, I'm going to do this, but let's reschedule for this time. Yeah,
1: I get that. But at the same time, I I don't really think we have a lot of evidence that he's making her ask him. I think it's her just playing this part that she does where she's going, look at how submissive I am. Like when the friends come over and they're talking about, what is it, like the poker game? And she's like, I don't cheat. He always says I'm a cheater because he always loses. It's like it feels so fake. It's just her, like, putting on this, look how domestic I am thing. And it's it's gross. It gives me the willies. Like, I have nothing wrong with domesticity. I love domesticity. Like, it's my fave. But, like, just be real about it. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's so performative.
0: Yeah. Everything she does is performative up until, Mm -hmm. like, a certain point where, like, there's these moments throughout the show where you really see like, how unbalanced she is at, mm-hmm. uh, like, a genuine level, and, like, that's the real Jenny, but most of the time we're getting the act of Jenny.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see that, because I feel like I haven't yeah. really seen through the cracks of her yet. It kind of reminds me of, so I'm on, like, a lot of, like, makeup subreddits and stuff, and there's yeah. there will always be a girl who posts going, my boyfriend doesn't even know what makeup is. He's so stupid. It's so cute, and it's just this someone referred to it as this performance of heterosexuality. Yeah. And I'm not saying that these people aren't genuinely heterosexual, but it's just – it's it's putting on this, look how stupid and cute and masculine my boyfriend is. Mm-hmm. And it's it, – it I hate it. Yeah. And I love straight people. I love them. but How?
0: This is, I, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was
1: one for a very long time. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, have, we all. I have a lot of kinship. I remember when I was with um my ex-girlfriend, we – and we were in Rocky Horror, we had a show that was a gender swap version, or it was just like a gender fuck version. So we had, you know, people of different genders playing everything. And we had a, at one point, a male Columbia miming sex with a female magenta. And I was watching this and I was like, I am super into this because I just hadn't been exposed (laughs) to heterosexual sex in so long. And she was like, are you really... She, my girlfriend's like, are you really developing a head kink right in front of me? And I was like, don't talk right now. Oh I'm my having a God. moment with my past. I That's know. That's
0: so funny. Who did so like, she play in Rocky Horror? My ex? Yeah.
1: She was usually Magenta.
0: Nice, nice.
1: I was Magenta once, but I was usually a Janet.
0: nice. Nice. Did you notice that Jenny was wearing um, a chai necklace at one point? Of course. Yeah. She
1: wears it in most episodes, doesn't she?
0: Um, I think she changes it. Um, they mm. try to forget in the middle like seasons that she's Jewish, which is dumb. Oh,
1: God. That's awful.
0: They kind of like... She's Jewish when it's convenient for them.
1: Of course. Like, everybody. But I feel like I... I'm supposed to like her because she's Jewish, and that just makes me mad.
0: <laughs> I really only <laughs> I like her for my headcanon, and after that, like, I hate her, so. I
1: like it. Everything about her writing is
0: oh, it's so, so bad. abysmal. It is. <sighs> I can't watch any sections where we read her writing aloud. I just. Oh, wait till we get to the manatees. That is the fucking worst. Oh, no. That sounds awful. Yeah. She, like, writes about wanting to fuck a manatee. No.
1: Mm-hmm, pretty
0: much. That's really bad. Yeah.
1: (laughs) It's just, it's so purple.
0: What does that mean? Everything she
1: writes. Purple prose is like, prose that's like really like over the top, like flowery, listen Mm. to all these big words that I know. It's using seven words when one word will work.
0: That makes a lot of sense. You
1: know, some writers really love it. And like, you'll find some big writers who do it, but like for the most part, it's talking about like really like over the top bad stuff that you're only going to find in people who are not good
0: yeah, yeah 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 like there's a
1: way to do long sentences and make them lovely obviously Faulkner I don't like Faulkner but yeah. enough people like Faulkner that I can acknowledge that he's probably a good writer <laughs> and he so he does you know long ass sentences yes. and shit
0: yeah Faulkner's yeah. sometimes good I only read half of the sound of the fury um once it got to the character that wasn't fucked up I was like Mm-mm, this is too uninteresting now I
1: honestly can't remember I know I had read something by him and I didn't like it but I took a Faulkner class in college oh. because uh, I really liked The Professor. And I hated everything that we read in that class. Yeah. And I read very little of it, looking back. Hmm. I, I tried, but, oh, no. <laughs> Wrote a lot of papers on books that I did not read. <laughs> Being an English major! That's amazing. A. Yeah, that was college. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, what else do we have to discuss?
0: Well, we, Let's talk about Shane. Uh yes. Okay, I love Shane, Um, but that's, Okay. Okay, I... That's just because she's really hot.
1: And she is hot.
0: I get into this a lot with the L word, where it's like, oh, I just <laughs> like this character because they're pretty.
1: That's fair. <laughs> so Shane,
0: it's like I feel like I get Shane
1: mm-hmm. more than like a Tina. Even though
0: yeah. personality
1: and like lifestyle wise, I'm definitely more of a Tina than a Shane. Yeah, I still, I still get Shane. Like she's putting out an energy, and I'm like, I see what you're doing. I get why people are sleeping with you. Mm-hmm. I see what's going on here. Yeah, Bette whereas Tina, been... I'm just like, why?
0: <sighs> Tina, doesn't are you make making any these sense. choices? Um, no. but Bet has this amazing line about how, um, every time Shane walks into a, a room, someone leaves crying. Yeah. Uh, it's just so like that wraps up everything about her just into this nice Mm -hmm. little like neat package Um, yeah so Shane is like the stud if you haven't watched the show please go watch it it's on Netflix Um, if you don't have Netflix I'm sure you know someone who will give you their password Um, I've given my password to like five friends already so
1: I'm on my parents account so I cannot give out my password I'm on my
0: parents account but they don't notice anything (laughs) (laughs) So yeah.
1: The girl, you know, the girl I was dating who made me watch the old word hated Shane.
0: What? How is that even possible?
1: She felt like she represented everything that was bad about lesbians. This girl was very judgmental. (laughs) That was another reason. I think Bet
0: and Tina represent everything that's bad about lesbians. She
1: she loved Bet. She was real into Bet.
0: Well, she was kind of like professional
1: and butch, so she related to Bet. Okay. In a lot of ways, she said that she was the first butch lesbian who she ever saw.
0: Okay. On okay. TV. She's not even butch.
1: I know she's yeah. a soft butch. I get
0: okay, it. Okay. Yeah. Or the girl I was dating butch, was more as butch people than are that. saying now.
1: I don't like that.
0: I think it's so funny. I get that word just like stuck in my brain, like the way that people get songs stuck in their heads. <laughs> I mean, the butch
1: femme <laughs> dichotomy is like kind of problematic. Oh, it's really like,
0: problematic. Of course.
1: Like Ugh. I. I mean, this girl who I was dating was, like, very much like, I will never wear skirts.
0: Mm -hmm. I will
1: never dress girly. Which, I mean, is fine for her. And, well, I'm, like, pretty feminine. But, like, if you put me in a lineup with straight girls, I wouldn't seem especially feminine. I wouldn't seem masculine either. I would just be kind of, like, whatever. Mm -hmm. But because I'm gay, it's now politicized. When, really, I'm just basically dressing like most girls dress. Let's be real. That's true. Yeah. I'm not hyper-feminine. I'm not really masculine. I'm just... Basically, dressing like your average girl does. But it becomes more meaningful
0: yeah.
1: when you're queer. And it's not really meaningful. It's just the way <laughs> I dress is comfortable. I think it looks pretty. I think it's flattering to me. It's, it's not really a thing. Yeah. But I mean, some days I'm going to go out in a flannel shirt and comfy pants that aren't flattering because it's comfortable and I have a chronic pain condition. And other days I'm going to look real cute in a dress. Yeah. And it's like, but I mean, imagine someone on the L word fluctuating like that. It would...
0: God forbid. I mean, yeah. first of all, their costume department just would not know what to do with themselves. And their hair. What is with their hair? Why is it so greasy? I don't know. I mean, Beth's hair is a disaster this whole episode. Her hair doesn't and get Alice's. better. Ugh, Alice has no eyebrows this entire season. <laughs> it is the ugliest thing I've ever seen. I can't. I cannot get on board. It's not great. <sighs> yeah, and Shane. I think that is just the way that Kate Moaning likes to style her hair because it yeah. still looks like that well shane looks like sally Hirschberger. so
1: who's like I f- oh so shane is supposedly modeled after sally Hirschberger, who's a uh hairstylist oh. to the stars um she did like for for reference she did the cuts uh, the makeover some years on top model so she's like a celebrity kind of person. Yeah. Wow. And she she looks quite a bit like Shane. She's like she's not like hot, but like you can see that she's just like a hotted up version of Shane. And she's quite a bit yes. older, but she's she's she comes off as a very butch lesbian. She's never talked about her sexuality publicly. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: like the actress who plays Shane, right? Has never <sighs> she's refused to talk about her sexuality That's as far as dumb. I'm dumb. Like I know. I don't know. Like we're not like we are
0: not we are not fools. We've got eyeballs. I know. I know yeah um but I, people still do that like the actor
1: who plays connor on how to get away with murder for ages refused to say if he was gay or straight he's Why? straight playing a gay guy because he's he, straight he's straight um I. he says it's because he he didn't think that it was important that's but dumb. i I, hate that. I think it's because they know it takes away some of the intrigue if they're straight so mm. i think they want to keep trying to get queer points without being queer that's
0: uh, okay I think. I think Kate is gay though because even just like photos of her walking down the street she looks exactly like um god who's the one that everyone busts a nut for um Kristen Stewart <laughs> oh god <laughs> yeah like they style themselves the same way and like Kristen People Stewart for do the longest really time a was a like I'm not gay and everyone on Tumblr was like oh you're gay we're waiting well she's bi right oh I have no idea I'm pretty sure she's bi okay okay that would make more sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She could always be bi. Okay.
1: But most of the actresses are not gay, right?
0: Um, or bi. A lot of them aren't, but I know the actress who plays Tina and the one who plays... Alice is bi, I'm pretty sure. Yes. And I think Mia Kirshner, who plays um Jenny, is also bi.
1: Okay. And Tina's what?
0: Uh, Tina's bi. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. So, I mean, at least there were, like, actual queer people on the show. Yeah. Yeah. But I
1: mean, actual queer people were writing it too, and that didn't work. So,
0: like, God, yeah, uh, I feel like it makes more of a difference when like the actors are queer than if the writers were. Um, yeah, it
1: definitely does
0: because like you matter. can visually see the characters, you know. But I mean, there
1: are some straight actors who do a tremendous job playing gay characters. Um, I know Darren that some Chris, people really for
0: one, yeah, um,
1: <laughs> Nick Robinson in Love Simon was incredible.
0: Yeah,
1: um, Gail Harold in Queers Folk. Phenomenal job. There's, like, I I know a lot of people have a big problem with straight actors playing gay characters. And I I understand (laughs) that. Yeah, I I understand. But I don't think it's as bad as something of, like, able-bodied people playing disabled characters or people, you know, God forbid, doing, like, blackface or something like that. I don't think it's on that level because... My reasoning is that gay actors can play straight roles.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's something that you can hide, whereas, like, you can't hide race. And for the most part, you can't hide disability unless it's an Mm -hmm. uh, invisible disability.
1: Exactly. And disabled actors are not out there playing able bodied parts. It's not happening. So I think because it can go both ways, it bothers me less. Yeah. Because I think if if we limit it to you can only act playing people who are attracted to people who you are attracted to. Yeah i mean where do you draw the line there like what if you don't find your co-star attractive even if they're in your orientation what if you're married and not attracted to other people like where where do we draw the line here like at some point it's acting yeah so it doesn't bother me that's my perspective i think it's it's nice when the actor is queer but it doesn't make me mad
0: yeah no i agree i agree i was just saying um that because i don't know i feel like as, like a young queer person like when you're first like looking up all the actors on the show it like makes a difference to you when you find out that um, it's not Definitely. entirely straight actors
1: yeah and then mm-hmm. you feel like it's it's always great to see queer people succeeding of course that's always yeah super fun yeah. yeah
0: okay so can you tell me more about why your ex hated Shane so much yeah
1: so she just um
0: my ex was kind of
1: like me and that she was not very sexual I only dated this girl for a few months so we didn't know each other all that well um but so she felt as if shane was really what was perpetuating some of the same discomfort that i mentioned of this being kind of like an unrealistically sexual expectation Mm -hmm. that's being set so she sort of put the onus of that onto shane i think
0: okay okay i mean i see that more with like the direction than i do with shane herself
1: yeah i don't have a problem with shane because i feel like I feel like Shane actually helps because we're supposed to look at her as sort of the exception. Yeah, yeah. Whereas people like, I mean, so like, Dana is so ashamed that she's only slept with two women. Yeah, yeah. I've slept with two women.
0: I've only slept with one. Yeah.
1: So I think that's more harmful, saying having someone so ashamed that they have slept with two women. Yeah. Than it is having someone who slept with 5,000.
0: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense.
1: I think well, it's much better to have acceptance on both sides of the spectrum, and I feel like that's really lacking in this.
0: Yeah, this show is and it's really, like, in a lot wide of queer stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. Queer stuff in general, it, it usually is a proponent of queer people are out there having a lot of sex, being sexually active, and I understand mm-hmm. that this is a backlash from older queer people. Yeah. Who are like, look at me, look at me, I'm queer, look at me, ah, I'm having sex, I'm, I'm having sex, I'm having sex, and like, if you go to a pride parade, like that's you're going to have a lot of old people in leather who want people to know (laughs) that it's okay for them to be sexually active. And it is okay, but it's also okay not to be. And that's something that that's a dimension that we've been lacking in queer discussions. Um, And I think it's coming out more now.
0: What I saw like in this show, like showing a lot of like young, well, not young, but like queer women who aren't, you know, 50 um, having sex was that, um, I thought it was pushback against the, um, lesbian dead, ba- Beth, dead? Mm.
1: <laughs> we know. It's okay. Yeah. Yes.
0: You know that. Um, yeah. Cause. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I thought that that was a big part of why they had these women be so sexual.
1: Mm-hmm, I think so too. but I think a lot of the panic over lesbian bed death is being perpetuated by people who aren't lesbians
0: yeah it's yeah.
1: a lot of non-lesbians really worried about what lesbians are doing in bed
0: yeah yeah like uh, queer folk oh, wait, has a lesbian on, bed on. death sorry my roommate just walked in I have okay. to close my door sure what were we talking about uh, you were saying something about queer folk we were talking about lesbian bed death mm. so yeah queers folk has a lesbian bed death plotline
1: um, and it's the, 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 there's a one lesbian pair in queer folk and it's like they're so terribly done um, there's this scene, one scene where one of them is masturbating and she, she's holding a magazine with one hand and then with her other hand, she starts playing with her nipple. And I'm like, if you are masturbating and you were a woman and you have only one hand, it's not going to your nipple.
0: Yeah, And
1: I it's just, like, such a laughable scene because they're really obsessed with how boobs play into lesbian sex. They really think they play a much larger role than they do, in my experience. So, Uh, uh, and it's just, it's so clearly because it's being put on by gay men who are just like, oh, we don't have boobs and we're kind of fascinated by them because we don't have any experience with them. But vaginas are scary, but
0: gay 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 men men like boobs.
1: They like boobs, so.
0: Yeah, yeah. that's,
1: That's good. I mean, I like them, but I'm not... I'm not touching them if I only have one hand. That's, I'm not You're wasting right. my time with that. Yeah. yeah. Nope. And so it's just that scene. I always watch it. I'm just like, really, though?
0: No.
1: <laughs> Amazing. So I, I do. I do think there's a need for, you know, a female queers folk. And that's that's what the o is yeah. in a lot of ways. I just wish that the characters had been more likable.
0: I agree. But maybe they get better. I mean, you know that they're going to be bringing the show back, right?
1: I've heard about this. So what?
0: So I heard about this from my gay aunt, who I recently friended on Facebook. (laughs) Oh, I have a gay aunt. Um, Yeah, um, they're fun. Uh, So she, like, posted it. I don't know anything about it other than that it's not going to be written by the same people. Thank God. Okay, Um, yes. And it should only have a few of the same actresses, if any.
1: Okay, so it's like a reboot, not a sequel.
0: Yeah, so it's a reboot, and so it should be, like hopefully better, because it'll be with the times. Well, yeah, that could be fun. Yeah, like, I think it'll be good. I'm excited to see what happens with it, because I'm so sick of, like, living in this interim period between when The L Word ended and Queers Folk ended, and then now, where it's, like, just, like, one queer character on a TV show about straight mm-hmm. people. You know, like, mm-hmm. you're Yeah, we get How peanuts. to Get Away with Murder and Grey's Anatomy, and I'm just naming all the Shonda shows, but, like, <laughs> basically,
1: yeah, it's, like, you get one gay character. And, like, I love Degrassi, but Degrassi's always going to be about straight people with God. a queer person or two. Yeah, it, Degrassi does pretty well with queer representation, in my opinion, Yeah, uh, as it goes on.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, in the early seasons, you, you know, you really, you just have Marco, but now we've got a gender queer character. Mm-hmm. We had uh, a bisexual character who I really loved. He just graduated. Um, so we've got various things going okay. on. Okay.
0: Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I've been binging it, obviously, um, and I'm in season four right now.
1: Season four is a good season.
0: Yeah, yeah. I just got to the part where... I'm sure everyone knows this. Where um, Drake gets shot.
1: Oh, that's a good episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, season three and four are generally regarded as, like, the golden age. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. <laughs>
0: okay. Because, okay, so I'm, like, five years younger than you. Um, yes. And so my friends um, and I didn't start hearing about Degrassi until season 10. When oh, it was, wow. Like, okay. I, like... What I know is that everyone is completely different. Um, after well, they the nine. characters
1: graduate, so okay, new people come in. Yeah. So, I mean, it sort of depends, like, which classes you're drawn to. Three and four are very good seasons, and then you've got stuff like 11 and 12 are very good seasons. Okay. Um, eight and nine are usually regarded as pretty good seasons. So it's kind of just, it goes in chunks.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited, but I need to stop watching it so quickly because I want to, like, watch it closer there's to when you no. and have are okay. recording. That's
1: fair, but when you get to stuff like season 10, 11, 12, they have like 45 episodes per season. So you've got a, yeah. So you got a lot to watch.
0: Okay. Okay. So I'll yeah. just be ahead of you guys and reminisce with That's you. That's fine. Yeah.
1: Um, I have a favorite character who's not introduced until season 11. Wow. And then of course there's four four Netflix seasons.
0: Yes. So yeah. There's I'm a lot to do. Yeah.
1: yeah. But so I basically like you get a favorite character from every sort of generation of students so yeah. it's fun they always they have a lead girl like it's emma at first um and then it's claire and then it's maya who's one of my favorites mm, so you get mm. the lead girl to follow
0: okay yeah yeah interesting yeah so it's fun um i think what we should do now is we should talk about so i like that you guys do mvp lvp
1: mvp lvp but yes. i
0: think we should call it okay I'm ready. not i love it <laughs> Um, And it doesn't necessarily have to be with their looks. Um, Mm -hmm. Or it would be the same every week. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, so you can go first.
1: Hot or not. Okay, my hot is going to be Shane. Okay. Because of her last scene where she's very sweet to Bett and Tina. Where she's like, oh, you guys got laid. It makes me feel really good that two people who have been together for so long can still make each other happy. And she's not doing it in like a condescending way. It's like it's very sweet. My knot is gonna be Dana.
0: Yeah. Because
1: <laughs> I find closeted stories so irritating and boring. Um she's just like she's aggressively mean to Shane. Mm-hmm. She makes her leave because she doesn't like that Shane is dressed dikey. Um she's a little baby about only having slept with two people. Get over it. Yeah. And she she's just annoying.
0: Yeah. Yeah, And she's
1: complaining about being a gay tennis player, like, 40 years after Billie Jean King. So it's
0: just... Yeah, like, Billie Jean King, she did that. She shows yeah. up um in a later episode. Oh, does she? That's yes, fun. Yes, they do an interview together. It's really fun.
1: That's awesome. I just watched a Degrassi episode for our podcast today that referenced Billie Jean King. So I'm in the mindset.
0: Did you see that movie? I did.
1: I Ugh. saw it with a girl who I went on a few dates with. Ooh. And then we mutually ghosted each other.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah, I feel that.
1: <laughs> she um she works at some bookstore, I can't remember, in DC and she thought it was amazing, all these authors that I knew, but had never heard of me, so I was like, my ego can't really stand this.
0: Oh my god. She
1: thought it was amazing I knew like Angie and Adam, but she had no idea who I was, and I was like, This hurts.
0: Oh no. <laughs> Carving out my heart. <laughs> but it's fine. Um yeah, no, I loved that movie and I I cried. I don't think I cried during it, but I definitely cried thinking about it.
1: I thought it was pretty good. I didn't love it.
0: I okay. enjoyed it. I, I like Emma Stone, so. I like Emma Stone a lot. And like, mm-hmm. I don't know, it just, it gave me real L-word vibes. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> but also, like, it made me really, really happy to see a queer person on screen. Um, yeah. Like, it, in a main blockbuster really fun. film.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very true.
0: So, That's how I felt about Love, Simon. I haven't seen it which... yet, so that'll be soon for me
1: it's I was with my best friend and he's gay and we just cried like Aww. for so long there was so much stuff in it that I didn't know that I needed okay so much like because I have always felt like very like accepted for being gay and everything's really been fine Um, but there's like scenes where his parents were talking to him and I'm like fuck I would have killed for this and because yeah. I didn't know that I was gay in high school I sort of feel like I missed out on something and I know that I also missed out on a lot of like pain and ostracizing and bad shit yeah but i also missed out on all the joy you know okay, but so you also
0: it's... grew up in moco um, yes it
1: would there would not have been there a would lot not have suffering. been any
0: ostracism. i know but i'm trying not to romanticize <laughs> but like
1: there there is you know there's obviously so much queer joy that we often don't see represented and i think that that was there was a sense of that yeah and it made me sad that i i've missed out on that part of my life and i'll never get it so I That's got kind fair. of emotional about the fact that I'll never be a gay teenager,
0: Aww. but it's okay. <laughs> I mean, I can tell you being a bisexual teenager really was not that great. So Yeah.
1: I mean, I was a straight teenager who was engaged to her boyfriend. Yeah. So.
0: That part of your Ugh. life fascinates me. I want you to write a book about it. Thank you. <laughs> I should. Fuck. There's no <laughs> books about people getting
1: engaged young. Yeah. Huh. Maybe I should. I could write, like, she, like, what? She gets engaged to her, like, her very nice high school boyfriend and then discovers some queerness? I mean... It would be, like, the L word. It
0: would be, like, it, Jenny's story. It would be, like, Jenny's story, <laughs> but it would be way
1: better. I could write that. <laughs> I do need something new to write.
0: Yeah. So. Okay, my, who...
1: What's your hot or not?
0: So my hot is going to be Alice... Okay, because she held her own against Dana being biphobic and stupid she sure
1: did. Oh my God, she was so biphobic. She's like, when are you gonna choose between Dick and Pussy? Shut up, Dana. Yeah,
0: I hated hearing Dana say that word. Um, yeah, because she never says it later on. She like Good. there's a whole little like conversation that they have about how Dana hates using like normal people words to refer to her private parts.
1: Yeah, I mean, I do, too, so I can respect that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, So it's just, like, it's so weird and off-color coming from her, and I hate it. Um, yeah. But it's, like,
1: like, I feel like they really hadn't figured out who Dana was no, at this point.
0: No, Um, But I really like that Alice, she does that, and, like, Bette and Tina are fighting, and Alice takes none of it. She's like, are you guys still fighting? Like, yeah. she just cuts to the chase, and I love it. I like her. Alice.
1: The <laughs> actress who, who plays Alice had a very memorable part on Boy Meets World. So what? I... Do you remember the girl who writes um, "Shallow Boy" and um, plays guitar? So I never guitar? watched
0: "Boy Meets World" because oh, I was too God. young. But now okay, I need to watch it. True. For her, yeah, there's so. she's only
1: in one episode, but she's extremely memorable. She she's playing music outside of their store. That's so like sickly happy that it's driving people away Oh my god. so uh eric tries to get her to stop she gets mad at eric writes a series of really angry angsty songs about eric that immediately get her famous oh
0: my god <laughs> and
1: ruin his life um <laughs> called shallow boy um and she's very memorable in that so i'm always very excited whenever i see that actress in anything because she's you know from my childhood yeah so i'm Amazing. immediately drawn to alice because of that <laughs>
0: Anyway, Um, she's your hot. Yeah. You're not. You said Dana was your not, right? She is. She can be yours, too. I was thinking about it, and then I remembered how much I hate Marina. (laughs) Um,
1: Oh, God. That's such a good point.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. That
1: scene with her and Jenny talking about books is just
0: just so... It makes me want to vomit. And you can see all the other actors and characters are like, time to vomit, time to peace out. Um, It's
1: so gross. It's like... (sighs) see we're smart we understand each other on an intellectual level we're connecting romantically because our book interests are the same and it's like if we're a bunch of writers being grossed out by that can you just trust us that it's fucking gross
0: yeah and like on some level i understand like wanting to like feeling like you have a connection with someone who has the same tastes as you but like
1: sometimes people just like the same books karen it's not always like yeah meaningful
0: yeah no, ugh. I hate it and she like basically cock blocked Alice, which is never okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and God, she like I hate her um, a lot and she coaxes Jenny and like she is predatorial and like yeah, she's awful. She just she doesn't do anything good in this episode and or like
1: ever ever I know of.
0: ever but especially not in this episode because it ugh, leads to all the other bad shit that she does.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and, like, I feel like, yeah, they didn't know who Dana was, but...
1: They and then it s- turns
0: out she's got, like, a girlfriend or something, right? Yes. Yep. They certainly knew <sighs> who Marina was, and she was uh, cheating on her girlfriend with Jenny, even though they kind of have an open relationship, but they kind of don't. Yeah. Ugh. Um, yep, and she ruins Jenny's life. And also, yep. I-, I didn't even mention this, but at the end of the episode, for all you listeners, um, Tim proposes to Jenny.
1: Yeah, and Jenny sits there with her hand over her mouth and doesn't give us any answer yet.
0: Yeah, like we don't know she's going to say yes out of guilt. Come yeah. On. Um. Yeah. Their whole she does. <laughs> relationship is a is a giant disaster.
1: It's so bad. I mean, Tim ignores a lot of red flags, but at the same time, she treats him like garbage. And,
0: yep. Uh,
1: and it's and we're supposed to kind of just be fine with it because Jenny's discovering herself, and like, so he's just like a.
0: It and because is he's a man, late to be discovering herself in two thousand and one or whatever. Oh no, like it's two thousand four. It's,
1: it's fine if you are in a relationship and discover that you are not attracted to the person. It happens. Yeah. But you've got to break up with them. Yeah. Or and it's. She, I mean, I I don't know if we get a clear answer on whether Jenny is gay or bisexual.
0: Um. So she for a long time, Jenny says that she's bisexual. But then because uh, the writers of the show hate bisexuals, she stops being a bisexual. And the same thing happens to Alice.
1: Yes, I did know that. Yeah. That's so annoying.
0: Yep. This
1: is why people think that lesbians hate bisexuals. This is why I had to write a book about lesbians hating bisexuals. And so now (laughs) I'm part of the problem. But, like, it's...
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I just read that one. We as
1: a group treat bisexuals like shit. It's, like, it's a fact. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, and some lesbians are really mad about that. And I'm like, guys, I'm sorry, but look around. We're treating bisexuals like crap.
0: It's- Honestly, like, I prefer dating bisexuals. I think they're way more down to earth and less, like, picky and annoying about who you've been with.
1: Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. I had someone on Tinder ask me the other day if I was a gold star. I saw you tweet about that. Yeah. hmm This was even after I had said, she asked me um, if I was into guys. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm not really sure right now. I'm just- you know working through some stuff and then she was like are you a gold star and i was like no who the fuck is a gold star my ex but like oh. <laughs> um i mean she was young i was her first girlfriend i was her first oh she wow was 18. okay yeah i was younger at the time i was not a 26 year old date an 18 year old <laughs> i was 20 it's okay yeah yeah um it's I mean people can be gold stars that's fine but it's also there's you know some inherent transphobia in the idea of gold star lesbians obviously because yeah. how are we defining a woman and I, I do feel like with lesbians there's always I mean of course bisexuals can be transphobic too but I mm-hmm. always worry about it a little more with lesbians and I'm not at all saying that all lesbians are transphobic I know yeah. so many who are not but I feel like I always have to find out I can't assume yep yeah. Um, the girl who I watched the O-word with was quite transphobic. It turned out.
0: Oh God! Um, um, yeah, there were a lot of reasons
1: this, this relationship didn't work out. Yeah. Um, and I'm not trans, so like, it's people will get in a relationship with me and think that they can be transphobic, and they're they're wrong about that. Yeah, yeah. So it's, uh, but I mean, I people accuse me of hating lesbians so often. I love lesbians very, very much. <laughs> But as a group, we have our failings. Just as I love Jews, and as a group, we have our failings. Like, oh it's, god, yeah. It, there's nothing wrong with acknowledging that.
0: Yeah, yeah. But okay. <laughs> yep. The O word. So, um, let me get into what um the episode will be for next time we record. Which yes, do it. We'll not be able to be next week because I will be in Israel. Oh hell yeah. Um, I'm going on an alternative spring break trip, but it'll be the That's next awesome. week. That's awesome. Okay, awesome. Um, so this next episode is titled Let's Do It. Um, in case you didn't know, every episode other than the pilot starts with the letter L. Oh,
1: of course. It's kind of, of funny. The L word.
0: But... I, I enjoy it. <laughs> uh, so in this one, um, Dana has to like decide whether or not she is going to be gay out loud or not. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Shane is harassed by a crazy lesbian of course um, of course
1: one of them crazy lesbians
0: yep bet and tina try and get inseminated
1: of course they do because they're gonna do that for 10 episodes
0: <sighs> yeah it really is really annoying. It drags
1: on and on and on and on
0: um jenny and marina continue to have sex
1: oh, speaking of things dragging on and on, and on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i mean this next episode is not going to be that amazing but we will get to meet Lara, who becomes dana's uh, first, like, long-term girlfriend, um, uh, yes. sort of, like, they date for a few episodes, and then Dana freaks out because she's not out, um, and they get back together eventually later on. I like um,
1: the episode, not the episode, the scene when we try to find out if Laura is a lesbian. I yes, enjoy that is this that next scene.
0: episode, so that'll be really okay. fun. that'll be fun for us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: Uh, okay, well, we hope you enjoyed our first ever episode yeah. of Take the L. Mm.
0: thank you for joining us uh, I can't plug anything for us yet because we don't know what's going on um, nope but you know you guys will know probably as soon as we know so. yeah that'll be
1: great Um, and if you like Degrassi go listen to Welcome to Degrassi
0: yes definitely and if you like <laughs> politics go listen to Avocado Toast yes, yes. So.
1: we got you covered
0: <laughs> we're gonna have our own little podcasting empire
1: yes everything <laughs> we'll cover everything we need to do
0: amazing okay so See you guys. Uh how do you want to sign off? Mm, I don't know. I usually just go bye <laughs> But <laughs> uh, we can have something more. I'm Jesse and that's Hannah and um we'll come up with a slogan another time. Fuck yeah we will.